Picking the right real estate agent to sell your home is crucial. Hi, it's Marcia Taylor. For my friends and realtors, the Empower Home Team, we met a family last year. Kids moved out, they were ready to sell, but they picked another realtor. After 77 days on the market, they reached out to the Empower Home Team again. We did a fast audit on their marketing and discovered they got very few showings and only one lowball offer. The marketing on this home was sadly mishandled and it cost this amazing family unnecessary mortgage payments and could have cost them a low offer if they hadn't reached out. Turning things over to the Empower Home Team, we were able to sell their home in just a few weeks, getting this family multiple offers over asking. The realtor you choose matters. The Empower Home Team with Keller Williams has the winning systems and winning strategies to sell faster and for more. Call 833-880-SOLD or go to EHOrlandoHasTheBuyers.com. WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. This is the 8 a.m. expanded news feed. 15 minutes of nonstop in-depth coverage on today's top stories. The exclusive weather forecast and an expanded I-4 traffic update. Orlando's only commercial-free 8 a.m. expanded news feed. Starts with the three big things you need to know right now. Three. All right, let's do this on a Friday morning. Let's get in on the WDBO payroll payout right now. Just tap the payroll payout button in the WDBO app and enter the word card. Card. C-A-R-D as in Trump card. This for your chance to win $1,000 this morning. Download the WDBO app and then enter the word card. C-A-R-D card for your chance to get in on the WDBO payroll payout this morning. I'm looking at that WDBO interactive weather radar this morning as that warm front makes its way into central Florida. We do have some scattered showers across the area right now and a cold front. Cold front will follow that later on tonight here in central Florida. Our top story, the U.S. military says it has launched retaliatory strikes against multiple Houthi targets there in Yemen. The statement from multiple nations that there will be consequences should the Houthi attacks not stop speaks for itself. Major General Pat Ryder there's the strikes follow a barrage of attacks targeting ships in the Red Sea. President Biden says he directed military strikes in coordination with allies as a direct response to unprecedented Houthi attacks against vessels in the Red Sea that have endangered civilians, U.S. personnel, and jeopardized trade. A senior administration official says the significant military action targeted Houthi missile, radar, and unmanned drone capabilities across Yemen. That official says President Biden was presented with military options and directed Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to carry out this response after Houthis launched their largest drone and missile attack in the Red Sea on Tuesday. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Protests gathered in front of the White House Thursday night to rail against these strikes. Now, coming up, protests like these, they continue today in our nation's capital. We'll explain why that's ahead on Orlando's Morning News. This is Eyewitness News Meteorologist Cassandra Crimmy tracking two waves of rain for your Friday and a big warm-up. I'll take you through those details coming up. And seeing delays on the 429 southbound from West Road to Plant Street from the WDBO Traffic Center. I'm Ed Torrance. Hey, good morning to you. It is 8.02. I am Scott Inez, and I want you to get in on the WDBO payroll payout. Just tap the payroll payout button in the WDBO app. Enter the word card. Card. C-A-R-D. Card. For your chance to win $1,000, download the WDBO app. Then enter the word 
card, C-A-R-D, for your chance to get in on the WDBO payroll payout. It's 8.03 at WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Good morning. I'm Casey Wright. Deputies search for a shooting suspect after a man was shot in Orange County. The sheriff's office says the 36-year-old was taken to the hospital. He is expected to survive. The Apopka City Council discusses getting rid of its strong mayor form of government. Some of the council want a city manager to share the power with the council. That would make Apopka like most other cities in Central Florida. It would also mean less responsibility for Mayor Brian Nelson, but he says he's open to the idea. One of Central Florida's top prosecutors wants to make sure traffic stops don't lead to violence. Orange Osceola State Attorney Andrew Bain held a de-escalation forum on Thursday. It included a simulated traffic stop to show how a police officer and a driver should react. Bain says both sides need to find better ways to communicate with one another and not to discord or disagree. The University of Central Florida plans to break ground this morning on a new nursing pavilion. It would serve as the new home for its College of Nursing and help UCF graduate an additional 150 nurses every year. The pavilion will be built on Lake Nona's Medical City. A groundbreaking ceremony is set for 11 this morning. The building is set to open in 2025. I'm Alexa Lorenzo for WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. A march for Gaza is planned in our nation capital today. Thousands are expected to call for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza and an end to U.S. funding of Israel's government. Friday's March on Washington for Gaza on the National Mall in D.C. is organized by the American Muslim Task Force for Palestine and the Answer Coalition. The executive director of CARE, the nation's largest Muslim civil rights organization, is calling on everyone who's, quote, outraged by the daily images of the ongoing genocide and ethnic cleansing in Gaza to attend. Congress is currently considering a more than $100 billion aid package that would include aid to Israel and Gaza. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. WDBO is Orlando's election headquarters in the final week before the Iowa caucuses. GOP presidential candidates make their last pitch to voters. Here's Governor DeSantis. I run the third largest state in the country. We'd be the 14th largest economy in the world. We run massive budget surpluses. We have the leanest government in America. Um, we've paid down 25% of our state's debt. I have more people on net moving to my state than any other state in the country. Vivek Ramaswamy. Many of the people in this room didn't know who I was six months ago. And so I think people have taken their time to really make their decision carefully. And I believe we're going to see a massive surprise on Monday at the Iowa caucus. Nikki Haley. Tell everybody you know that you want to get out and commit to caucus, even if it's a negative 15 outside, and that you want to make sure that we lead the charge in this. All three candidates are trying to gain ground and surpass GOP frontrunner, former President Trump, who's blasting his civil fraud trial case brought against him in New York. She's a political hack, the attorney general. Uh, the judge is obviously extremely friendly with the group, and we'll see uh, what happens. I think maybe he uh, may surprise people. The WDBO Business News is brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Hertz is replacing 20,000 of its electric vehicles with regular gasoline cars. The car rental company is backtracking after pushing into the EV market. Executives say electric vehicles are hurting Hertz financially as collision and damage repairs can sometimes be about twice what it would have been with a combustion engine vehicle. And two NFL Florida teams look to advance in the playoffs this weekend. The Dolphins clash with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs tomorrow night in Kansas City. 
It's got the Buccaneers. They get an extra day to prepare for the Eagles. The Bucs will host the Philad- uh, will host Philadelphia in the NFC wildcard round in the playoffs on a Monday night. And the Eagles are not sure about the health of Jalen Hurts because of an, a hand injury yeah. in the last game of the season against the Giants. So yeah. that'll be a big shakeup if that ends up No happening. doubt. No doubt. Could change the complexion of that game. And you mentioned the Dolphins-Chiefs game. That's a game that will not be seen over, over the air TV. It can only be live streamed on Peacock, NBC's Peacock, tomorrow night. No, by the way, the temperature at game time is expected to be zero. It could be even negative numbers as well. Frigid air in Kansas City tomorrow night. And the last time the Dolphins won a game uh, at below 40 degrees, I can't even remember. They're 0 for their last 10 in games that are played in 40 degrees or less, and that will be considerably lower than 40 in Kansas City. Thank you, Casey. 808 now, WDBL. Let's go ahead and get that extended forecast. Brought to you by Protec Air Conditioning and Plumbing Services. Hello, Tom Terry. Scott, I hope you brought your umbrella because you may not have needed it first thing this morning, but you will likely need it at some point during the day as we have a warm front lifting north that will boost temperatures back into the upper 70s to near 80 today and just a few peaks of sun, but still scattered showers on and off through the afternoon with an occasional thunderstorm, especially later tonight and early Saturday morning as another front moves in. So we drop from uh, 80 today to 65 on Saturday and mostly cloudy skies, but not a bad day. Sunday peaks of sun in 69 and then early next week our next storm system gets rain here by monday evening tuesday also looks like we're going to get some wet weather before a sharply colder outlook by the middle of next week from channel nine i'm chief meteorologist tom terry if you're headed down i4 to orlando from up in sanford or lake mary be careful some heavy showers up there right now in sanford i've got 61 degrees in rain it is 62 now and light rain at Orlando's Severe Weather Station. Ed Torrance is here. He's in the WDBO Traffic Center. What's going on out there on the wet roadways, Ed? Scott, we got these delays on I-4 eastbound approaching 27, continuing to just after the 429 slow again. Osceola Parkway to 535, then OBT to Colonial Drive. After that, tap of the brakes after 434 and at Lake Mary. You got traffic slowing a bit on the approach to State Road 46 on the westbound side, as well as from 46A to just after Lake Mary Boulevard, and then into downtown from Princeton to Colonial Drive, and then between Central Florida Parkway and 535. 408 eastbound, tap of the brakes at the Pine Hills Toll Plaza, and westbound, going to be under speed in spots between Goldenrod Road and I-4. I'm Ed Torrance with Reliable Traffic Reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Thanks, Ed. It is 8-10 on a rainy Friday morning. I'm Scott Inez. Orlando's morning news here on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Some really good news this morning concerning you folks in law enforcement. Let's go in depth now because our goal is for you to understand the stories we talk about every day on WDBO. ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan is here with that good news and Jim, this new report that you've been combing over showing some encouraging statistics. Tell us about it. Well, yeah, absolutely. Still, the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund hesitates to call this good news because we're still talking about people who died in the line of duty. 136 in 2023. That's a decrease of 39% from the year before when you had 224 officers who died in the line of duty. So the number was up quite dramatically in 2021, 2022, but did fall back quite dramatically this past year. So we'll have to see what happens in 2024 
uh, the organization is it hesitates also to make any predictions about what could happen next year because these numbers vary so widely from year to year. Yeah, 136, as you said, too many still. Yes. But post-George Floyd, these numbers were eye-popping. I certainly hope that this is more like, you know, what we're going to see into the future. Again, one is too many. Sure. But did those, how, you know, how much did the post-George Floyd news, did, did that have to do with what we've seen over the last few years in terms well, of these numbers? Yeah, keep in mind also, I mean, the George Floyd uh, slightly preceded and then came right along during COVID-19 oh, uh, yeah. and during the pandemic. And you had a lot of police officers who were succumbing to the effects of COVID-19. Uh, so, you know, I think there was some backlash. Certainly, there was backlash in the public uh, after George Floyd. But keep in mind also that in 2023 and you know, in almost any year, mm-hmm. most of the fatalities on duty deaths were not from firearms. They were from other causes, including car accidents, including heart attacks. COVID-19 is still a factor there. Uh, so there is that as well. So, you know, they, certainly departments are trying to get their officers in shape, good physical shape, so that they can handle the rigors of the job. Look at the state-by-state numbers. Florida did, again, you can't call it doing well, but it did better than it could have for officer-involved deaths in the line of duty in Florida last year. California had seven. Texas had 11. Mm, Our local DA held a forum about this topic yesterday. The Mm. highest number of firearms-related fatalities coming as officers were attempting to arrest suspects, correct, Jim? Yes, that's the number one cause there cited by the uh, this uh, foundation that the majority of these deaths happen, or, or shooting deaths, firearms deaths, happen during the, the arrest of someone. Uh, domestic dur- disturbances are in second, and then investigating suspicious persons or, or suspicious activity comes in third place. But yes, the att- arrested attempts, those are appear to be the most dangerous situations in which police officers, sheriff's deputies, others find themselves. Mm. Jim, thank you for that report this morning. Have a good weekend. That is ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan live from Dallas. 813 now at WDBO. We do have your weather and your traffic every six minutes on our rainy Friday morning. Not as cold this morning with isolated showers to start your Friday, but through the afternoon, it's going to be a warm one. Daytime highs climbing into the upper 70s and low 80s. Orlando will hit 80 degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Then late tonight, another cold front sweeps through, bringing us a line of showers and storms and cooling us down for the weekend. From Channel 9 Eyewitness News, I'm meteorologist Cassandra Crimmins. Rain's pretty heavy up in Sanford right now. We're at 62 degrees. I've got 62. And again, light rain at Orlando's severe weather station. Ed Torrance is sitting in that WDBO traffic center looking at all these wet roads. How are we doing out there, Ed? And seeing those delays associated with those roads as well. you got slowdowns on the 429 southbound approaching West Road to Plant Street northbound. Tap of the brakes approaching the turnpike. I-4 eastbound slow approaching 27. That's going to continue to 429. That's slow again. Osceola Parkway to 535 from Michigan Street to Colonial Drive. And then on the Westbound side, you got traffic slowing down a bit, approaching State Road 46. Delays for 46A to just after Lake Mary Boulevard. Tap of the brakes at Ivanhoe and at Central Florida Parkway. I'm Ed Torrance with Reliable Traffic Reports every six minutes in the morning on WDBO. Now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. I am looking at that WDBO interactive weather radar as we speak. It's uh, raining all over Central Florida. Light rain. The heaviest of the rain, though, is up in Seminole County, up in the Lake Mary 
Sanford area at this point. There will be a cold front that follows this warm front that we're getting right now later on tonight. So expect a little bit of rain tonight as well. FSU's football program has been placed on two years probation by the NC2A. This for action stemming from violations concerning the name, image, and likeness program. The U.S. and the U.K. launching strikes against several Houthi targets in Yemen last night. The president says he ordered the strikes in direct response to unprecedented Houthi attacks against international maritime vessels in the Red Sea. Thanks for listening to Orlando's Morning News on WDBO. Air Alaska passengers are suing Boeing. That story with Casey up next.